The home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Diamondbacks front office focus with Wolf and Luke. All right, we got to spend the last couple days at Salt River Fields. Good time out there. I tell you, Wolf, it was fun too watching watching some of the games with some of the players while we're doing the interviews and just how they were. You know, very tuned into the pitch clock in particular and, and oh, some of yeah. the thoughts they were able to give us. Um, so we'll get more into that in a little bit. But we're joined right now by the D-backs Senior Vice President, Assistant General Manager, Amiel Sade, on the Arizona Sports Line. Amiel, thank you for the time. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing Excellent. good, Amiel. Thank you for joining us. Anytime. It's always a good time of year when I get to talk to you guys. <laughs> well, so we were we were out there the last couple of days and, and talking to some of the players and just talking to, to baseball fans. You know, this is the time of year that you always get excited, right? Because you, you have all that hope. But uh, we were talking and then we talked to some of the players and they kind of echoed it that it's, it is a little bit of a different vibe around this team this year. And I don't know if it's because of what certain players were able to do, like Zach Gallen last year, or if it's because you don't totally know the ceiling with some of the young guys. But do you sense that maybe there's a little bit higher external expectations this year? I think it's a mix of the, the yes, external expectations and internal expectations. And I think um, you hit it on the head. I think, you know, the way we finished in the second half, the way we saw some of our young guys start to take a step forward and the way Zach Allen finished, um, you know, the, the amazing scoreless inning streak that he went through last year um, that, that, you know, we don't, we don't talk about anymore, but like was, was such a, a great accomplishment. Um, I think it's it's pretty exciting, and and look, the first couple of days of camp, we had a couple of national writers in here talking about how exciting it is externally. So, yeah, I mean, I think the expectations are probably um, have have risen a little bit from both internally with our, what our players feel, and and probably you know you're starting to see people recognize some of the young players, the, the Corbin Carrolls, Alec Thomas, Gabriel Moreno's, McCarthy's of the world, and, and that's, that's always nice to hear. Is, Amiel, is that what you think of first when you think of this team coming into this season right now, the young guys? Is that what you think of first? Um, I think of it, – it, it's hard. I mean, I think of the youth and athleticism that we have both, um, you know, I think from the from on the position player side and on the pitching side – um, but I also think of the, the veterans that we've that we've put. You know, we've we were able to get Lourdes Gurriel, who's a great leader and um, a excellent hitter, and and is going to stabilize parts of our lineup. And Longoria, who's been around and has won and has done some amazing things in his career. So I think it's a mix, and I think that the youth is is always the most exciting. But you, you can't forget that you need to have veteran leadership. And and I you know I think that we've again like I'm not sure how it's going to all play out. But I think that we've gotten the right guys in this clubhouse that can help um, help with pushing these young guys and, and this team forward. I'm talking to Amiel Sade, D-backs senior VP and assistant GM. Uh, Amiel, I remember talking to Mike Hazen last year on this show, and he said sort of a version of what you just said of there's a time to bring in vets and you got to make sure you bring in the right ones and put them in the right places when you have a younger team like this. And you just mentioned Guriel and Longoria. You know, at least in talking to Josh Rojas yesterday, he's all in on on, uh, on Evan Longoria. I would assume that's probably a pretty common opinion in the locker room. How how did you guys come to uh, to the point where those were the the main vets you added? Um, well, I, just speaking along on Longoria, I mean, I think Longoria was, um, you know, a guy we, 
we saw a lot um, in San Francisco and, and was always, he always felt better when he wasn't in the lineup. It seemed like, especially here at Chase Field, every time he got here, he was hitting home run. And, uh, and so, you know, we've watched him. He's a he's an excellent defender. He, you know, obviously he's gotten older and he doesn't move as as well as he did when he was younger. But he's he's got unbelievable hands. He plays a great third base and um and and he's a and he's a really hard out, a really tough out. And then just you know, we we came up and just from Mike and I, obviously watching him in Tampa as he was a young player. I mean, he's just got such an incredible. Um, athleticism, body control, awareness of his of his um, of his offensive game. So, so as a guy knowing um, the makeup with with uh, Evan and knowing like the type of guy as a winner, um, he was he was the perfect fit. And and I think he's talked about this too. I think the other part of it is he wanted to be here. He watched our young players and said, you know, this is the type of team that I think I can help. Um, push forward as a veteran player. And so there's got to be that mix, um, those players that want to be here and also those players that still have talent. And um, and so he was he was a guy that I think that we, we had one of the guys that we targeted and were able to get. You know, Amiel, I am fascinated with Mad Bum. Um, here's a guy that we all know what he's accomplished in the past and in his career. He's the highest paid player on the team. The last couple of seasons have been tepid for Madison Bumgarner. What are your expectations for him going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think um, Mike has talked about this early on. I mean, we expect him to come out and and be a part of our rotation. And really, we, we, we sometimes we forget Mad Bum had a really strong first half. And obviously, he had some bumps in the road in the second half. But um, he came in into camp. He looks really good and from, you know, obviously he's been pitching in some of the backfield games and we'll get a chance to see him in some of the, the live games here, the, the major league games at some point soon. Um, but I think he's, he's done a lot of, um, you know, just, just trying to figure out what, you know, as, as, as pitchers get older, a lot of times they, they figure out what works and what doesn't work. And I yep. think he's, he's done a lot of that this off season. Um, and, you know, our, our hope is, is that Matt Bum, we see the, the mad bum of the first half um, who can come out and when he's right, he, he can give you six or seven innings and, and um, you know, 70, sometimes 70, 80 pitches um, keep the ball off the barrel and, and really, you know, help eat innings. And he's a durable pitcher. And I think that our expectations are for him to go out and compete and help us win ball games. Talking to Amiel Sade, um, Amiel, so much focus on the young players, and rightfully so, is on that outfield with McCarthy and, and Corbin Carroll and Alec Thomas. But as far as young pitchers, uh, you know, Ryan Nelson burst onto the scene last year. Dre Jameson did as well. Uh, Brandon Fott pitched well the other day, and, and that was a guy Merrill Kelly told us to keep an eye on. How do you feel about the the young potential starting pitchers you have? Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. I mean, I think we've been waiting for this point where I think everybody who follows baseball knows that in starting pitching, you need more than just five. And, um, you know, I think our, our group of young pitchers, you know, you, you mentioned those three. I think Tommy um, had some pickups toward at, at some point towards the end of the year, but um, really showed that he belonged here too. And, and, you know, those three guys, Tommy, and then we have a group underneath them that are that will probably be in double-A, triple-A that we're pretty excited about. So we need to create that pitching pipeline. Um, they're not all going to end up being starting pitchers. It's just the nature of how this game works. 
Um, but we, you know, the best ones are going to kind of the cream rises to the top and the best ones are going to take rotation spots and some of the other ones will be in bullpen in the bullpen. But um, we're really excited about it. They all have really good stuff. They all throw strikes They're They, uh, there's a competitive nature to them. They, they're such, they're, they're such good friends. They're very close. They, they root for each other, but they compete against each other. I think I talked about that last year at some point. I think it's really important because, I think they see the writing on the wall at some point in the future for the Arizona Diamondbacks, they're going to be pitching together and they, and they'd like that. And they, um, and so I think that it's a pretty exciting time to be a D-backs fan, especially when you look at the young starting pitching. Speaking of the bullpen in the year 2023 in major league baseball, do you have to have a closer? And if so, who's that closer going to be? <laughs> I think you ask this question every year. You got to ask that yeah, question. But it's story. just it, well going into it, right? I mean, it's. it's I, I don't name the closer. Sorry. <laughs> so you just the closing by committee right now. Um, do you think that is the best way to go forward? Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I think we've seen teams do it and have success, and we've seen teams that go out there and have specific roles and there's a closer and there's, there's a couple leverage guys in the eighth innings. And I think it depends on the personalities and the type of pitchers you have in your bullpen. And some pitchers really, really just need to have that role. I need to know when I'm coming out. And some guys, you know, you're, you all bullpens where they'll say, yeah, I know I'm going to, I'm going to be ready in the sixth inning for any situation, whether it's the sixth or the eighth or the ninth. And, I think that just depends. And look, our bullpen, we remade um, a good chunk of it. And there's, there's some different faces and there's some different stuff. And we're still trying to get to know a lot of these guys. Um, and I think as, you know, as the spring progresses, as the season progresses, Tori will have a better feel for what he has back there and, and how he's going to play it. Amio, um, we appreciate the time as always, man. Look forward to talking to you throughout the season. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys.